What's up, my curvesters? We got much to discuss today. I know y'all are excited to get this going just like I am. Um, let's get into it. Yes. Honey, knock if you buck. That's what it's called today. So you be prepared for it. As we discuss Chris Brown, and he's not coming to play and is shutting down Keely and Blueface and anybody else that got a problem with it. Uh, Neo got a documentary coming out in regards to this whole divorce situation with Crystal. And the R&B bros are beefing Ray J and Raz B. We got some love after lockup T and Tamar's new man from her new reality show. And Buster said, hell to the gnaw. Plus, is there something going on with LL Cool J and this so-called a secret son, allegedly? And then we got some movie reviews and much more. So you guys stay tuned as we get ready to lock it in as we proceed. Here we go. this show <laughs> you know what we do we live and in full effect we want to thank everybody for joining us today on this saturday uh evening at eight o'clock on the dot we start when we say we're gonna start right uh, of course y'all know we got um my, we got shine the gossip on deck with us as well Hello. what's going on girl oh nothing girl happy saturday Happy Saturday, girl. It's been a, an eventful week, would you not say? Girl, they've been out here showing they is in these celebrity streets, and I've been girl, watching. Mm -hmm. Girl, I guess it's to make up for last week because we didn't really have nothing. So I say, yeah. we're going to give you a little bit of something today. <laughs> girl, they've been out here showing out. Girl, showing the hell out. Well, let's not even waste it up because, you know, we trying to beat the clock, y'all. We trying to see if we can give you all the tea you can get in an hour. You know what I'm saying? No less than an hour and a half, okay? But we got some juicy stuff. Please make sure to like, comment, and share this live so that we can get into the algorithm on other people's for you pages and everything else so they can get this tea as well. We appreciate you for doing so. But let's start <laughs> off. Michelle, you're supposed to be up here with us. Are you all from work? Sorry, six pro. I just you see Michelle comment. Girl, yes. I'm uh -huh. like, oh Lord, Michelle. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I love her. Yeah. Hilarious. And this is the time that we need her to be on deck too, because you know, some some of this stuff we know we're gonna get a classic Michelle Shantae rant, which I I am looking forward to as soon as I get to this one hot topic. I Ooh. know she's gonna uh explode and provide all of the information. <laughs> She oh. want us to know. <laughs> yeah, girl, girl. I'm trying to tell you. Anywho, let's start off with the first up the up. As y'all can see in the background and stuff, our girl Riri did a great job on the halftime performance at the Super Bowl uh this past Sunday. But then we also got the new release of her Vogue cover magazine where her and the whole entire family, including the one that's in the oven, boo, had no idea. Nobody knew as well. You know, she keeps everything a damn secret, honey. She's really good at that. So Mary is a top notch secret keeper. Okay, girl. She did that. How did you think um, she performed at the um, halftime? What did you think about the Super Bowl performance? I mean, she did good. And I'm I'm not going to front. I was a bit over underwhelmed. But then I found out she was like six months pregnant. So, you know, that raised her. You know, I don't know if she's six months, but she looked like it to me. Okay, yeah. So a lot of people at first was trying to say, you know, that she didn't really do a good job but of course her pregnancy prevented her from being all out but from what they be saying that's how she normally is at her concert which i've never attended but best believe if she decides to take this show on the road and come to the d i'm gonna be up in them seats this time around you heard me yes you have to go watch girl so you could get the tea i know rihanna sounded good she looked good mm -hmm. it wasn't that um you know, I felt like she did a bad job. I just, you know, for the Super Bowl, I was expecting her to be up there twerking, jerking, throwing her leg up, you know. But you you can't be doing all that when you're pregnant. So I did it, you know. Yeah, she was limited. And by her being so far up from the ground, I need her to stand still as, as still as possible as right. to make no mishaps because I went back and saw some of the clips that they were showing and some of the dancers fell during the performance while they were up in the air. So, you know, you got to be careful when you're doing stuff like that. Right. And you want to make sure people are safe while they're performing and trying to give you this top-notch show too as well so i think right. she did a really really good job um and i i love the performance she came and she did all the songs that i said i really wanted to hear from her within a short period of time mm -hmm. one song i said i better not hear she did not play and i'm not gonna say what it is y'all already know <laughs> y'all already know what it is i'm not gonna say it I, i'm just happy to if she would have came out singing that song she would have had to at least had a tribute to our boy Chadwick in the background and you better when I say 2.5 seconds of that that's all I could tolerate you talk about and you go from, uh, right from into yeah. Yes, honey. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were scared. Okay. Yeah, no, a lot of people were scared that she was gonna be singing this at the Super Bowl. And I said, she better not if she don't want to put the crowd to sleep because got dog on it. What we not <laughs> gonna do. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean that that that's not an appropriate um Super Bowl song, I don't think so. That's not an appropriate but, anything but Wakanda song. The fuck? Oh, well damn, she can't sing it at a funeral. <laughs> 
Nah, she can't sing it nowhere but for the movie. That's it. No. Shantae said you can't sing it in a plane. You can't sing it on the train. You can't sing it near a plane. You cannot sing it anywhere. It, that's a fact. That part. All that. Cold blooded. Cold blooded. I just want the record to reflect that while I will say that, you know what I mean? I call her clips of the performance on YouTube. Um, I just want the record to reflect 99% of the motherfuckers that watch this shit shouldn't have been watching it, but I digress. Ooh. Well, you know what? I wasn't going to bring this up, but since you did decide to join us on the platform today, Shantae, and uh, I think that I have the clip readily available because my thing was, you remember... She was saying, uh, and I'm talking about Rihanna, you guys, so stay with me. Rihanna said that she would not do any performances at the Super Bowl because she was in support of Kaepernick. Let's go there. I got the clip. Let me pull it up. I remember the clip. That's the crazy part. I remember that clip. But she did come out and she she made a response to it because everybody was at first finna call her out and like hey you said you wasn't gonna never do it in the first place da 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 well honey she was like hold up things change so this is the article from the jasmine brand where it says rihanna shares why she decided to perform at the super bowl after previously turning down the gig to stand in solidarity with colin kaepernick representing the urban community globally it's powerful so this is what they said. As previously reported over the weekend, Rihanna had the nation's attention as she took the stage in the all-red outfit for the Super Bowl. And during the 13 minutes performance, Rihanna gave friends, uh, like fans, a rundown of her many hits. Of course, we loved every last one of them that she gave. Anywho, even though this was not the nine-time Grammy Award winner's first time taking her talents to the biggest NFL sporting event, reportedly the league has been trying to get her to perform doing halftime for show for years and in 2018 when they asked rihanna and she turned down the gig to show solidarity with kaepernick as you may recall in the 2016 the former san francisco 49ers quarterback took a knee while um the national anthem played to peacefully protest racial injustice and police brutality that was occurring in america and she said why she declined in the 2018 halftime offer she said i just couldn't be a sellout she added there's things within that organization that i do not agree with at all and i was not about to go and be a of service to them in any way during a recent release interview the kiss it singer revealed why she had a change of mind and gave the nfl the green light to add her to its Super Bowl halftime roster. She said, there's still a lot of mending to be done in my eyes, but it's powerful to break those doors and have representation at such a high, high level and a consistent level. She she continued and noted how iconic it is for the urban community to have two Super Bowls back-to-back. Rihanna's recent performance follows last year's headlines. Uh, which Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, that's what she was talking about back to back. She also said, you know, representing the urban community globally, it is powerful. What do you think about that? I feel like she didn't say shit. 
That's just my personal opinion. You didn't really give me a good reason, uh, except for okay, you want to make amends of what had what they did wrong and correct it. But in my eyes, you ain't did shit to address the situation that occurred with Kaepernick and potentially explain or interview with him or something. Like we need something else as a closure because we got, I got it. I know what you it know? So what do you so, think about what she said? So, so first thing is her publicist is white. That's the first thing. Um, okay. And they're very, very good at doing damage control. Second thing is, as somebody who uh, loves the loves Renavy, right? You can call me one of those people in Renavy. Mm-hmm. Um, black people are stupid. Oh my God, what? <laughs> Black people are stupid because we all, we are some of the most forgiving people and then be mad when the same people that we trying to get shit from mm-hmm. do some shit where we got to forgive them again. Like we keep repeating the same cycle and complain we ain't got shit and we don't take a stand for nothing or, or nothing. Not, like it's stupid. Like we dumb. So do you believe that one of the reasons she agreed to it is because of the placement that Jay-Z had? I'm just going to put it out there. But Jay Z is Jay. That don't have shit to do with nothing. Jay Z yeah, is the I, one that Corey that got no, gets people for the halftime performances. No, I get that, and yeah, I'm uh-huh. sure that's why he did. It. He probably called it a favor, and she probably couldn't say no even if she wanted to, because you know how they get down, right? But black people are stupid. Well, I personally think that um, people have moved on. It's sad, but it's true. Even Colin Kaepernick, like I said, a few, a couple of years ago, he was training, trying to get back into that the league. No team picked him up, I guess, but he's been tra- he was trying to get back in. So I think people just done moved on. Which, I mean, that goes back to the root of what Michelle said: we were forgiving folks and some forgetful folks. Shit don't make no sense. It's just like, like, is this shit is dumb? Like we we are not consistent with shit, but being disrespectful and not really caring about each other. Mm. That's I the only thing that doing. It's it's fucked up, but this is why we don't we feel like every other community gets further ahead and gets more of what they want than us. Yeah. This is why. This right here. I still believe that it should have been something that should have been done in the whole thing. And I thought, and I'm and I'ma just keep it a buck. I thought that when they had that sit down conversation that Charlemagne had joined in when they were interviewing Jay-Z, because, you know, Charlemagne likes to ask the hard questions that most people get offended by. And I think that, you know, I thought that I was going to get a resolve from that roundtable talk because they had people from the NFL and I guess those higher up there within that interview process. But it sucked and they gave me nothing. So. I thought that's what we were going to get during that time and then try to repair and fix. And to me, it just seems like they had that talk. They didn't come to a resolve with it. And then they walked over all the rest of the shit that was going on and then just made him be in control of, you know, putting stars in the platform during halftime performances and make sure that they know Jay-Z is in charge. And that was it. So it was always some bullshit to me in regards to that, which is why I still, I'm not a football person anyway, so I never really watched it. And I've only watched throughout the whole time uh, is the halftime and the commercials every so often. But I don't give a shit about the NFL. I just still believe that that shit was hella wrong, hella wrong, hella wrong. So 
I don't know if we're ever going to get a resolve from that. And the way that they're going, I think they're just going to keep stringing people's hearts by continuing to give them those dope performances that Jay-Z has been doing thus far. Sounds about right? Mm. Yeah, it sounds like the bullshit that it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, anywho, <laughs> we brought all of that in with the whole thing with Rihanna. And I, I'm glad she did it. I enjoyed it. Um, she made the big announcement. She's on the cover of Vogue. They look really nice and she's adding to the family. So big ups to Rihanna and congratulations to her. What about the controversy surrounding that cover? Okay, so what's the controversy surrounding the cover? What happened? So you ain't see black Twitter. Okay, so okay, yeah. I over in the black Twitter streets, of course, you got the um, and I'm I'm, I'm saying this lightly so nobody get offended, right? The conscious black community. Oh, okay. Trying to figure out why they demasculated ASAP. How did they do so? What did he do? What did, what did they, they got do? him in the back holding the baby and her in with the, the focus Lee in, you know, black woman household. Lee black the family. Yeah, right. Yeah, that. That's stupid as hell. The, the, the cover was about Rihanna. It's awesome that they put yeah. her family up there, but we ain't, we ain't came to see you, Otis. Tell that to Black Twitter. <laughs> we want to and that's no disrespect to ASAP Rocky or her baby, but that's not what we was there to see. We there to see Rihanna. Come on now. That so I, I will. I'm just telling you what was going on in the right. Oh no, I know you don't think that or anything because what about a man holding his woman up? and holding his child is emasculating i view that as very masculine i respect it completely you know they went as far as um stating that this gives the image of the black father who's supposed to be the head of the household being a stay-at-home dad of course you know i got a problem with that because i personally don't see anything wrong with stay-at-home dads like, if we, if we want to be equal and the shit work right do what you gotta do you yeah. know, I'm one of those ones that truly believe that you need to do what you need to do in order for your household to run and stop right. trying to mimic your household to be like somebody else's because it's not going to work. You're not dealing with the same people. So if that requires him being a stay at home dad in order for you to go and make the money and bring it home and y'all both evenly taking care of the house to keep it afloat, then damn it, that's what it is. And let the record reflect ASAP makes money. Yeah, he does. by his goddamn self. So that whole idea, listen, shout out to Black Twitter because y'all always, always can 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 give somebody a different perspective. That's the, that's the way I'm gonna put it. Because that that's thought didn't even enter my mind. The only thing that entered my mind was that Rihanna was like, I will shoot for your cover cover, but I want my baby and my man up here. Is that okay? They say, Yeah, of course. Boom. There we go. And to be honest with you guys, I don't, you know, again, I agree with everybody what they're saying. The whole focus of the Vogue magazine was talking about Rihanna and showcasing her. And it just so happened that she is, you know, in a relationship and is the mother of his kid. So not to, you know, take any away from ASAP, but it wasn't about him. It just right. wasn't about can, can we acknowledge that she hid the fuck out of that pregnancy in them photos? She showed did. Because I wouldn't have known the wiser. Girl. But, but in that last interview, I did tell you she dropped a hint 
that she was she she's going to be bringing somebody on stage and nobody caught it well while she was sitting up there with that big ass winter coat on but <laughs> nobody caught that she said when they asked oh are you going to have any features you're going to bring anybody on stage and she was like i'm i'm anticipating bringing someone on stage and he was like who and she was like no i'm not going to say you just have to wait and see. That's smart. So, that's smart. So that's that was okay. smart. Yes. That, that made the anticipation even more. So when we saw her, we was like, what in the hell? Is she pregnant? Like everybody went that way about it. So we, we got it now. <laughs> but she is really good about hiding her pregnancy for real, for real. So she good about hiding all her shit. Her and Beyonce. Girl, we don't know nothing is going on with Rihanna. Absolutely nothing. Outside of she getting that bag, okay? Oh yeah, we know that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And they also mm -hmm. did know um, if anybody is into business and shit like that, that um, it looks mm -hmm. like in January of 2023, Rihanna actually trademarked um Fenty Kids or Fenty. So she's yeah, gonna bring out a Fenty Kids line. That's what's up. <laughs> I mean, I, but, I but you know, know what? But if you get it, it's good to get it now. But it's good to get it now just in case she decides to go that route. It's good to go ahead and trademark all the names that you may anticipate on using so that you don't have to fight for it in the end. Yeah, I know a scammer that says she used to do that. Naomi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She will snatch up your damn trademark and your internet name if she can now. Oh, child. Oh, child. Let's take a look who we got in the chat. Let's see. We got some trouble tears in the building. Hey, Twyla. Thanks for joining. We got Lynette is on deck. What up, doll? Okay. And don't forget my twin, aka twin. I call her twin, but her name is Karen. Y'all know. Karen is in the building as well. Uh, who else we got on that? Is there anyone? Okay, I don't see anybody that type. So if you're watching, I want to greatly appreciate you guys for joining in. If you can, like, share, and comment. Okay, let's move on because guess what? It's a whole bashurization going out here in these celebrity streets, honey. When Chloe announced that Chris Brown was going to be collaborating on her song that she's going to be releasing, and people is going crazy. They didn't lost their ever loving man. So this past uh weekend chloe a lot announced a long-awaited debut album uh and people is tripping because she announced a collaboration with chris brown and she did it on her instagram so according to this article you guys that i'm getting from lovebscott.com you can go and check it out and read it in full uh i just want to read a little bit part of it but she said chloe just announced a collaboration with chris brown via instagram post where the two are sensationally pictured together honey they looking real juice delicious while these mm -hmm. are likely excited fans on impact they are already looking forward to chloe's upcoming album moreover the bailey sister captioned the post with the caller's release they and the potential titles second piece how does it feel and then she tagged at chris brown official right so they said as the two um R&B stars, you know, pretty much has this impactful and engaging uh, platform with everybody that's going to be listening to this. A lot of shit started coming up on the post where they're like bashing. Look, look how they look in this picture. 
And look at the Ooh. curves in the back, honey. They look real. Yes. I told you they look real sexy, sexy on here. It looks Ooh. nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> but they started putting in the comments like, "We can't believe that you're sitting up here finna do a song with a with a girl abuser." You know what she did? He did to Rihanna and yada yada yada, and it just went on from there. And my yeah, whole thing is, Chris is the biggest crock of shit in the whole fucking world. Okay. And and Chris responded, didn't he? He had a clap back. He did. Voice, I have the he? response. Right. Yeah. Go ahead and put your response, and then I'm a light though. Everybody's ass up. <laughs> oh well. Okay. And so uh, uh what happened was Keely okay had the boss to come out and say something to Chris in regards to this this uh song that he has with <laughs> Chloe, let, let me just pull up what she said. And I'm not going to play it because the song that they got, which is her song, is Waggity Whack in the background. But let's just take a look. Keely Williams from 3LW, we call 3LW, uh, said 15 minutes to learn because at the car loose, who is that? Lost, Lost King? Okay, Carlos King. Sorry. At the Carlos King doesn't want to see me win. Thank you for being supportive. And I'm like, what does that got anything to do with it? Then when you look down, it said Chris Brown said whack as fuck, choo-choo, or whatever. And this is in response to what Keely said when she said something to in, in effect of him doing a song, Chloe doing a song with an abuser. Okay. So let me see. And I have the actual um the actual clip of what she said and what. Chris responded to, and then we'll go ahead and let Shante join in the reindeer games. But this is what um the article said Chris Brown claps back at Keely Williams over the Chloe uh song collaboration. This is according to the Hollywoodlife.com. So she it It says uh, Keely Williams expressed her disappointment following club with Chris Brown and Chris responded by attacking Keely's career and her wallet. And this is what she said. Let me go straight to the part. Hold on. Let him come out with his own record. So genius. So captivating. That is make us all forget. He beats women. He can't. So he can't. So he won't. So what does he do? He slowly creeps back into the mainstream by getting small nods for features on black women's merit. Black women who are more talented, more worthy, but give him the okay. I am swatting the fuck air right now. Garbage. And then she put a whole bunch of throw up emojis. Well, Chris Brown, he responded to her because he was like, oh, no, the fuck. This is not how this is going to go down. Not this time. Because, of course, He's been getting this over the years, ever since it happened. You know, they keep bringing it up, and he is pissed. So Chris Brown says, and let me know if you can still see it on screen. Can you still see it on screen? Let me see. Yep, okay, yeah. perfect. It went right on over. So Chris Brown says, obviously, you are at the point in your life where, I, where either you are very broke or broken. The fact that you think you have to speak negatively about me makes you look so lame. Your life and career must suck right now. Minding your business would have been best, but I guess you don't have a business or a real job that makes you financially stable. I feel more embarrassed for you and your actual maturity, right? He goes on to say, make, you know, post these pictures of her saying, stop it. 
I'm dead. Uh, and, and, and just basically tearing her down. He drugged the hell out of her. Right? Yeah, he was definitely and channeling Mama, to get a 50 cent. Girl, you know it. You know it. Um, <laughs> and so uh on the next slide, he mocks her further with the with the with the picture that I just showed. And uh it also the article said Keely wasn't the only person concerned about the collaboration between Chris and the rising star, as both Chloe and Chris received a landslide of backlash online. For instance, one Twitter user listed more than a dozen other artists Chloe could have worked with. Chris took note to the criticism as well and let his thoughts on the matter be known. If y'all still hate me for a mistake that I made at the age of 17 years old, please kiss my whole entire ass, he said. And another message shared on his story, I'm motherfucking 33 and I'm so tired of y'all running with this narrative. So they also said that uh, Chloe, in addition, was getting the backlash, but also Beyonce is getting the backlash because Chloe is on Beyonce's record label. So they're also saying, you need to get Chloe. You need to talk to her and have her not do this collaboration with Chris Brown. <laughs> and then Chris Brown came out and said some other stuff in regards to it's a whole bunch of other people y'all could be talking about that beat on women and y'all not saying shit about them. Now I'm wait pause because we want to go back to Shantae. She says she got something to say about, about this whole ordeal. Go yeah, because all of this shit is fucking retarded, right? Like, and I want to preface this by saying, in no way am I condoning or saying I support domestic violence. I I just don't. Okay. However, okay. You, you y'all motherfuckers can't just pick and choose when y'all decide y'all want to play by the book and all that other shit. Like y'all change the rules for who y'all feel like is more popular. The shit is fucking weird, okay? Yeah. Because don't nobody say that when Dr. Dre tweet anything, okay? Right. Dr. Right. Dr. Dre's been accused of the same shit. There are so many fucking people. Like it just the shit don't make no fucking. It's like this is what I'm saying. Remember when I said earlier, black people are stupid. Yeah. We do something. I mean, I agree with that people have selective um, outrage. Um, they call it performative outrage because Chris Chris Brown and done collabs with quite a few people since that incident, and nobody said a damn word, not a peep. You and know what? Not, and he can't be doing that fucking because you see how many streams he got. You can't yeah, be that fucking they, bad because y'all people still streaming But you know, I. I think people should support who they want to support. If you don't want to support Chris Brown, I definitely get it because um, like I was talking to Joy about it and she pointed out, you know, something that made sense to me, which is Rihanna wasn't the last one. He also got a five-year restraining order from Carucci for stalking and beating up on her too. So it's not, um, you know, that he's an abuser. If you don't want to support him, don't support him. But leave folks alone that still want to support him. That's their business. Child, this just seems just like a whole bunch of mayhem. Like, I, I tell y'all all the time that Hollywood is full of pedophiles, rapists, molesters, and abusers. Hollywood is full of them. And there's right. plenty of us been accused or even filed charges against 
et cetera, et cetera. And people still continue to move on as if nothing has happened. So this is not the first incident with Chris Brown that we know of. We've talked about it on the show before, and we even pulled up some of the articles from previous um, abusive stuff that has gone on with him. So to say nonetheless, he has been still continuing to make music and working with other artists. And now all of a sudden, I feel like it's, this is the brandy effect. Remember, I told you guys that we get those artists who are held to a higher plateau. Like Brandy was the princess. She was the, you know, you couldn't touch her. If you done wrong to Brandy, your whole life would get shut down because Brandy was the good girl. That's what they see Chloe and Haley as being those good girls. And anything that goes on with them, the society would tend to, you know, try to guard them. And in, in, in reality, they don't need guarding. You know what I'm saying? They're in the business, so they already know what comes with the business. But people tend to just like guard them and try to protect them as much because we consider them to be untouchable types of artists. Like you could say no wrong about Beyonce. Beyonce is held to a high plateau as well. Anything that goes on with Beyonce, you know, her beehive is coming to attack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so- but it's ridiculous to idolize any of these people who are literally doing a fucking job, right? Right. I agree. I agree. Like, I'm not denying that. I mean, the whole purpose uh, is for them to make money off of you guys. Right, and I get that, but my my issue isn't even with who, who they're working with. My issue is this fake-ass fucking cancel culture. Like, yeah. we couldn't even be consistent. Like, this is another example of us not being consistent, right? Some people want to be mad that Rihanna performed right but because it's Rihanna and everybody want music from her everybody going to tune in you're not supposed to be doing that if y'all y'all boycotting or whatever the fuck ever y'all doing trying to stand for something then fucking do it then you got the flip side with something like this where you call yourself fake canceling somebody but then you bring them back in and you keep like y'all not even consistent with the cancel culture yeah but I don't think anybody's boycotting anymore that's what you know Right, but that's yeah. what I mean. We don't follow through with shit. Yeah. That's exactly Nobody's what I boycotting mean. it. Nobody. Cancel culture is definitely not a real thing. I mean, you, you have certain people. Certain, there are people, you know, once they say they through with somebody, they done. I, you know, I done met a few of them. Like, oh, you I can, I can once you through, that. you through. I'm but, out. That's mm-hmm. a fact. Like, that's but, a fact. But, like, cancel culture is mad real with me, right? Like yeah. you can, you can legit be dead to me, and I'm okay with it. Right, but the people on the internet, child, you know, you know, cancel culture ain't real. When you see people like Chris Brett, yeah, shit, we can go all the way back to Robert Kelly. Oh, let's not He's, bring up Robert D. Kelly. Robert still ain't canceled. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He yeah. ain't canceled. Mm-mm. No. Girl, I told y'all, Robert D. Kelly would never be canceled as far as music is concerned because half of this damn music business wouldn't have a foundation if we cancel him. <laughs> and that's just facts. He wrote a lot of shit for a lot of people. Right. A lot a lot of mainstream artists, Michael Jackson, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We can keep going down the line. Like, he, he would never get canceled. Never. Anywho, let's get on into it because after this whole debacle between Keely and Chris Brown and Chris Brown puts out there that, hey, 
it's plenty of other people that y'all don't even talk about as well that has had some you know shit going on with them and he was like, but y'all sit up there and y'all watch Blueface beat the fuck out of uh, Krishan and y'all keep rolling on with it. Well, honey, that woke Blueface And that's up and valid. That is valid. It has been confirmed that, is valid. that Blueface subscriptions have increased significantly. A lot of their traffic is because of their show. Where people yeah. are literally anticipating, oh, what they gonna fight about this week. And that's okay. Exactly. Support them exactly. by all means because she needs help and he's whatever. Shit's backwards. She is. She be up there more toxic than him. That's beside the point, but go on. Okay. Well, um, they did. I'm trying to pull that up as well. Um, Blueface ended up coming in and saying something about Chris Brown bringing him up and he wasn't happy about that bullshit at all. And this is what Blueface had to say. Let's take a listen. Chris Breezy, oh yeah, beat the Yaki. What's happening? Cause look, check it out. I understand the frustration, fool. You know, for me being in the situation, I'm not even gonna trip on you because the message you're trying to send is way off. I get it. You know, bitch hit me. It's funny I hit her back. It's fuck blue face. So I totally get it. That that'll be the most irritating thing ever. But. You got to play the cards that you was dealt. <clears throat> you want some, but they did it too. Why aren't you guys telling them anything type shit? And it's like, bro, life don't work like that. And I ain't enough. We all go do a crime together. We're not all going to get the same time together. You hear me? You might get the most amount of time. We might not all say nothing, but we all went and did the crime. So we got to take the time. You hear me? You want some. You guys are going to give me the most time, but they did it too. Like, judge, sentence. Anyway, got nothing to do with that, bro. I mean, like, handle your candle, deal with your situation, how you deal with it. Only thing I disagree with is you posting all these random white people and, and me and the bitch and, like, Jack from your thing. You feel me? Like, you gotta stand on it, Carol. Like if you beat the bitch up, shit, you beat the bitch up. Like, <laughs> oh god, like you scared right, to like, right. yeah, like I get it. You want some R and B? You don't want to be seen as R and B, but oh god, you beat the Yaki, you gotta hey, I beat my bitch up, man. I, I ain't finna come on here and be like, well, Chris Brown did it sixteen years ago, and and you guys let him. Still, like, perform at the BET Awards, and uh, I'm gonna sound like a, like a square guy. That's what I'm gonna sound. My last opinion is, girl, you beat up the wrong bitch. Yeah, you got <laughs> you got a bad judge. Like, you feel me? We didn't all get the same judge. Come, yeah, I got a bitch. You feel me? She gonna fight back, so I'm gonna get less time. You hear me? You beat you beat up a <laughs> yeah. You beat up the wrong bitch. You beat up the bitch that just performed at the Super Bowl. And then you like, yeah, like. Sorry, fool. Uh, you should have got you a little ghetto bitch or something that you could fight with. That's what I did. Oh, I could have put this is basically this is the shit that I be talking about. So basically, get you a weak bitch to beat up on and one no, no, no. who you, who, who ain't gonna report your ass so but that you no, can stay afloat. That, you know what I'm saying? Started, it started even before that, though. One of the first things he said indirectly was. Stop being a fucking snitch. 
Like, what are you being a snitch for? And then went on to confirm that he knows he beats his girl and then describes her position to be inferior. And why is Basically, she in the background laughing? Like, right. this but people still go to need help. Show. Especially when he said, Oh, well, you know, you, uh, I, in my case, I got a bitch that hits back. Uh, Rihanna fought back too. So now what? And I people mean, should be dragging him in the fucking comments. Chris, Chris wasn't even really saying nothing about them. He just used them as an example at the hypocrisy of society. That's all he was saying. He wasn't even really addressing them. They was just an example. What they say, Shaniqua, hit dog or holler, right? Damn, loud. Real and loud. That, that was awful. I had not listened to Blueface because I can't stand him. And now I see why. He sounded like a fucking idiot. Well, he is. He is. Because who's sitting there and talking about you get your little ghetto bitch, then you won't get in trouble. Yeah. So you diminishing your woman, telling her she's not worth the outrage, and she's sitting in the background. <laughs> oh, God. This is awful. Wait, my name is Yaki. Walk for the story. Watch it. Oh, yeah. be watching a bitch you meet up. Oh boy, you know what? It just it's just sad that you got to sit over here and ha and and have any of this come out of your mouth anyway when you are known abuser too. Like and then Krishan, she need help anyway. Aren't you out here doing a whole fighterization while you so called pregnant, or is she not pregnant now? Uh, Krishan ain't pregnant. <sighs> Chabu. Ain't no anywhere she pregnant. Well, and if she is, she need to be in jail for doing all this. Crazy endangering her child's life yeah. out here fighting, exactly. Yeah, exactly. street fights and shit. So, I mean, you know, by a show of hands in the um in the comment section, how many of you guys think that this whole thing with Chris Brown should be done and over with? Like, we shouldn't be even bringing it up no more, or talking about it. Like, show of hands in the comments. I would like to see. Um, oh, and Joy says she was never pregnant. Okay. Thank you, Joy. I mean, honestly, to answer that question, I know you're looking for the audience, but I want at first I was like, let it go. He was 17. This happened 16 years ago. But I get why people still bring it up because it wasn't just Rihanna. Carucci was definitely more recent. So it is kind of a pattern with him. But like I said, support him or don't. That's your choice. You don't have to if you don't want to. If you feel like he abused it, don't support him. Yeah. This whole thing with both of them is just a whole mess in the first place. But I mean I just to, want people to, to be consistent. Yeah. Be consistent. Like, don't don't have it only apply for Chris Brown. Let right. it apply to everybody. Yeah, I agree with that, Michelle. And if they do. You know, we won't have nobody to support out here in these streets. We won't even be listening to music. Yeah. That's a fact. Just beats. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's all we friends. listening to anyway. Do you understand the words that be coming out of some of these rappers' mouths? Because I don't. That's all I listen to is the beats. Anyway. I'm just no, saying. I don't listen to really no modern music, which is a shame. But I'm still stuck in the... Late 90s and early 2000s. Me yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me three. All right, y'all. Let's get into some breaking news.
All right, Neo Honey is coming out with a documentary about this whole situation with him and his ex-wife, Crystal. <laughs> it's breaking news to me, and now it is for you. Take a look at this article. I really want to show you guys this, this whole thing about it. So according to Vibe.com, Neo had a dreams of working within the music industry at the age of nine, despite his fear, <laughs> share of controversy, and on the heels of his divorce being finalized, the Say It crooner is ready to tell his story. His upcoming documentary, and it's titled after his debut album, In My Own Words, will basically give you the whole story as the singer and songwriter tells it in his own words, all right? Produce under um, Universal Music Enterprises and Motown Records. The film will feature intimate interviews, behind the scenes footage, and poignant reflections on the events that have shaped his life and world. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Legit. Don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and I like Neo's music, but I do not give a fuck. <laughs> you getting divorced, my dude. And you're, you're the kidding. only person. You're the worst You're not the only person. I don't give a single damn. You had a baby. Are you going to have your new baby mom on there explaining why you was cheating and what happened? That's what we want to know. Not really. You I know, don't. The fact that I'm like, I don't, just going to be behind the scenes type of situation. That's what pisses me off. Like, like you're not even going to give um us a real sit down interview with you answering questions or telling us your life story. The fact of the matter that you're going to give us behind the scene clips and 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 and, and old clips and, and stuff from, from other stuff. But of course, y'all know I got a damn clip of the trailer, so let's go ahead and watch it. Let's peek at it. What you doing, Neo? Yeah. I realized that it was going to be music to me at nine years old. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid wrote the Mario song. And I answered to it proudly. Like, yep, yep, that's me. I was just so happy to be in the position that I was in. It's like, yo, I am really sitting in a room right now, surrounded by people that are dedicated to helping me from my first album debuting at number one until winning my first Grammy, performing at the White House multiple times. It took a good 10 years for me to, like, sit still long enough to realize what we had actually done. This is a dream come true. This is what I've wanted since I was nine years old. So again, that don't seem like you're gonna be talking about your relationship and your marriage. yeah. This is even, like you're uh, giving us about your career. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't. But you know, good for him. Six. Even if he was given personalized interviews and answering questions, I still don't give a fuck. It's mm -hmm. Neo. Like, who wants to know about who's checking for Neo? Raise your hand. Nobody oh. raised their hand. Nobody. <laughs> Yeah, he. I've never sat back and been like, oh, I wonder how Neo got his start in the music business. That's how not, I've never entered. Yeah, not never. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all are so cold blooded and shady right now. Six, six, keep it a bend. You want to know why? You want? Do you want six? Do you want to know about Neo's life? <laughs> oh, I already you know want... about Neo's no, 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 life. No, 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 no. Answer okay. the question. Uh, do you? Uh, want let to me know tell you something. Neo's life? If if 
if I knew that I was going to get some tea about the relationship between him and Crystal, then I would tune in. I would I would just sit right. there and but, but relive all of the know. stuff that I already know. But, but since I already know. know I'm I'm not checking for anything that Neo is going to give me about your past life because unfortunately I have had I've had the pleasure of already being able to go I've already done my research on Neo and know it. Okay, I so don't do you now my it. next question is do you know anybody who's checking for Neo? Um no, I don't exactly. Know no one cares, mm -hmm. Neo. Love your music. But Great in, in the defense, but we don't in care. the defense, in the defense, I've never asked anybody if they are checking for Neo except for Mama Joe. That proves my point further. He I've never, never asked anybody. Up. I know. He never even was thought about enough to ask somebody. Yeah. And no. nobody has ever mentioned, oh my God, oh my God, I want to know about Neo. No. No. The only time I would say that it was even a point where I wanted to know information about Neo was when he was on top, when he was doing all of the music that I like. But after he sort of fell off after Independent Woman or whatever the name of the song is, don't quote me on it. I don't remember the name. I just know J-Hud was in it. But after that whole that whole series of hits that he gave us and then it was like he fell off and it was like, okay, well, I'm not I'm not really getting anything from him musically that yeah. I am enjoying, but I know that he still is out here and writing for other people because he's giving us great music from other artists, but that's it. Other than that, I don't care about Neo. You're right. I don't have an interest in knowing about him. I've learned everything from the past. So the only thing you can give me is reality shit. And if you ain't talking about that, then what are we doing? By all means, get your bag, Neo. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck. Don't nobody care. And you didn't give us nothing in this documentary where you was gonna be saying shit in your own words about your your relationships or nothing like that. So I don't know. I guess you would have to tune in to see if he's gonna give us a drop a couple of gems or jewels because this this um trailer didn't give us a damn fucking thing. It didn't give us not one goddamn. <laughs> Moving on, honey. If you thought this whole basherization between Chris Brown and, and Keely Williams and Blueface was something with well it, honey, you got to get a load of this because Ray J and Raz B then got into a fight altercation, honey. A whole bunch of I'm about to whoop your ass. And we got the tea here from Hollywood Unlock as well. But the video clip was really something because I had to watch it twice. I really didn't see it at first. Did you? When you saw the clip, did you see the, the basherization? I didn't, I didn't watch it, so um, yeah, I didn't know <laughs> what is going on there. I, <laughs> I saw the headline, but I was like, oh, that can't be real. Let me keep scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I actually tuned in to it, Sean. I was like, and I watched it three times because the first couple of times I didn't see the scuffle, and I was like, well, why is everybody seeing this in there? Let me go back, and then I saw it. It was real short. Uh, so let's just take a look. Uh. According to what Hollywood Unlocked posted on their Instagram, you guys, they said that they're confused about this beef, okay? Mm -hmm. But Ray J did explain it on The Breakfast Club, uh, so I, we, we will get there. But this is what it says. Just a few days after a viral footage surfaced of Ray J and B2K singer Raz B getting into a physical altercation at a club, Raz hopped on Instagram this morning, and this was February 16th, and called out Brandy's little brother, demanding a fair fight. 
Raz said, I woke up this morning stressed in a motherfucker. I'm getting calls from WAC 100. Uh, niggas is questioning my manhood, talking about Ray J faded you. Listen, Ray. Uh, <laughs> I respect uh, we business partners. But uh, nigga, guess what? I gotta catch this motherfucking fade, nigga. Real talk, okay? Mm. Fuck all of this fighting and stuff. I don't fuck. He said, I don't give a fuck if two people show up, nigga. I don't give a fuck. If it's two reviews, we basically he's calling them out to do a bastardization. So he said, shit, it may be 1,000 people if you get your sister to sing the national anthem. You always gonna be Brandy's little brother. <laughs> Raz captioned the video message to Ray J. I got one wish to whoop your ass. <laughs> I'm dead. He went on to say, uh, he said, I stand alone. You need the streets to fight your battles. Raz captured that post. Ray J whack 100. Teach your boy how to be a man. Stand your own square biz. And he also continued his antics in his Instagram stories and shared a video of him sparring at a gym with the caption, you can never beat me, Brandy's brother. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up, Ray J. <laughs> Don't be trying to bully me having whack 100 call my phone. Now, as Raz mentioned, uh, the two R&B singers are business partners and recently launched a new streaming network, which Ray J confirmed was part of the reason they got into it. During their appearance on Way Up with Angela Yee, Ray said Raz and him are seeing eye to eye on the business and eventually it led to the viral heated moment. And Raz eventually called it to the show and said, Ray is his big bro, but they're also both trying to get in the ring to handle their differences. Oh, Lord. Y'all need yeah. to grow up. For real. Let's, let's take a look at this whole situation. Dang, I woke up this morning stressed in a motherfucker. I'm getting calls from WAC 100. Niggas is questioning my manhood, talking about nigga, uh, nigga, uh, 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 Ray J faded me. Listen, Ray, you my brother. I respect you. We business partners, but nigga, guess what? I gotta catch this motherfucking fade, nigga. Real talk, nigga. Fuck the fight. I don't give a fuck if two people show up, nigga. I don't give a fuck if it's two views, nigga. Shit, it may be a thousand people. Shit, if you get your sister to sing the national anthem, you always gonna be Brandy's little brother, nigga. Fight me, nigga. See me, nigga. I stand alone, nigga. You need the streets to fight those niggas. <laughs> yeah, do, do you get something is wrong? Oh, with him. He just went downhill for old boy. He he, he, he scrolled out. Girl, look at him sparring in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Oh girl, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Okay, let's look at the incident now. Y'all gotta watch this carefully, Sean and, and Shantae, because you're gonna miss it. It's, it's I real got quick. it up on my laptop, girl. I'm looking. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> 
Ray put his ass in the chokehold and, and gently placed him down on the ground. Like, <laughs> Girl, I agree with Miss Lynette. She said they childish. You ain't lying. That's ridiculous. Man. Oh, my God. Child. Let me say, let me just say this. Ray did clarify when he got interviewed, and he did say that. They're having a disagreement. He said one thing that in this new reality show that they're doing, okay, it's following people around who got addictions to drugs and who are homeless and stuff like that. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to give a resolution. He just don't want to show the reality part, which is, you know, them probably relapsing and doing all of this and giving you the fights and stuff that you guys like in reality TV. But he said he also is fighting to give them the opportunity to get clean, to, to, to get end up in a home if they're homeless. Like he's trying to give it more. And the producers, including Raz B, does not want to do that. They just want to film them fighting and doing all of this rest of the stuff that we get from Ray J's business company. Now, if y'all don't know about his company, y'all know that him and, and Princess has joint a joint company and they do produce reality shows, which was on what was that network, Sean, that we was watching that it was that Chris Sean and them was on. Zeus. The on Zeus Network. So that's where the majority of, of Ray J's um productions are going it's going straight to zeus and you know that's all fighting and, and cussing and everything like that but he's actually trying to show it in a different light yeah we're going to give you a bit of the messy but we also want you to know that we're also trying to help them as well to be able to get into a better situation than what they're in which i understand okay if you're going to show my flaws show me getting on top and getting myself better as well right and we also know that the majority of people rather see you falling than getting yourself back up again because when they try to do good reality shows, which like what's that reality show that's supposed to have been a good good show, Sean, and nobody tuned in and it got fucking canceled. Nobody wants to see any of that if you're not going to be showing somebody getting into it and fighting and throwing chairs and shit like Evelyn Otto. Yeah, if you ain't tussling. So, we don't you know, I, I, I get the business part of it. You're going to cater to what people are going to watch. But guess what? He wants to give you something different besides just the Ratchet TV. So I'm here for it with what Ray J is saying. And, you know, Raz B is one of the part of the producers and he's ready to just put it out. He does not want to give them the, the resolve that Ray is trying to fight for. So... Kudos to Ray for trying to do something different. You know, um, but you you started in the Ratchet TV business and you're hooking up with people that wants to continue to show the downfall of people. You're going to have to figure that out. Uh, and again, the two of you guys are just childish for trying to fight this out in public when y'all should be sitting across a big ass table with the other producers and people that's trying to put it out and having a decent conversation about business. Child, help us all. Help us all. <laughs> I just can't. I don't. I don't know what else to say about them. It seems like Ray J is always into something. What's going on with him and Princess anyway? I know they. She filed for a divorce again. What's up with that? No, they're rekindling again. Yeah, child. If yeah, y'all don't have a video twice. where uh she, he was trying to flat on her hair or some shit. 
Oh yeah, I did see that video. <laughs> so they're they're on the amends, is what you're saying. Okay, well, kudos to them. Okay. Uh Lynette said, I don't care for either Ray J or Princess. I'm with so you. Like, I'm with yeah. you. Like, I don't, like, I do not care. Yeah. Like, like I mean, the only thing Rasby said that was valid was that that's that's Brandy's little brother. <laughs> Rasby is one what I would call a weirdo. I agree with that too. You know, he's a little strange, so I I you know, that's why I didn't want to watch the video because I knew it was going to be stupid, and I was right. So, yeah, it confirmed what I knew, you know. Them and everything that comes from them tends to have a stupid thing to it. Yeah, like, you know, it don't matter what Ray it Ray is. Ray J is hilarious. I caught a few clips of him being on the Breakfast Club guest hosting last week. He's funny. Ray J, I just want the record to reflect that is not a cue to try to be a comedian. Oh, no. <laughs> uh -uh, he just be telling silly stories that don't nobody believe but him, child. But, yeah, know. well, the story we want to know is that Whitney Houston story. Oh, well. That's the story he ain't been spilling. And he ain't gonna spill. Okay? Yeah. He ain't gonna spill. Never. Never. All right, you guys, let's get on into it. We are at the hour mark, so y'all know right now we not finna be done in an hour. <laughs> oh, we tried. We ain't even got to the majority of everything we said we was gonna talk about, so just, just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Let's get into it. Uh, your girl Tamar got a reality show, and we were talking about this behind the scenes, you guys. Um, It's a reality show. It's called Queen's Court. It's gonna be aired on Peacock. And guess who in the hell she got on her on her camp with her? She got Madison. <laughs> Nibia. Nibia, oh, no, Michelle, that's what I thought. No. You know I love Nivia. So Nivia is gonna be on it. And then she also got Evelyn. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the name of this? Queen's Court. Why the why what the fuck? Like what's going on? Like why we keep you why does she take Maddie's name? I was Why utterly she confused. Take... This is some type of dating reality show where her, uh, Tamar, Nivia, and Evelyn are looking for a man. I mean, I, 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 mean, I get it. It's, it's Queen's pick... Court. It's Queen's Court. In the they pick the, the same men all the time. What's the What's the point? So Queen's Court, and that the women are court, and the men versus Queen's Court, where the 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 woman is the judge and hearing the, the case. This is stop using this fucking name. Stop. Name it something else. Yeah, we as soon as we heard the name, I we were surprised too. Because <clears throat> honestly, when I looked at the flyer, I saw Nivia sitting over there. I said, Is that Maddie? I thought that was T.S. Madison. Uh-uh. It wasn't her. I wonder if T.S. know about what T.S. got to say about this because what the Because um, I remember at one point. When her and Kaya were having issues, she was talking about trademarking that name, but maybe her and Kaya fought so long they just let it go. I don't know. I still say find I'm another really name. Sure. But I'm not watching uh, um... it. Okay. Well, anyway, we got the footage for it. I, I want to see what it's about. I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna watch it because you know that my girl Nivia, I like her. <laughs> so, yeah, I was about to say, I'll and see what's going on now. Don't get let's me wrong. Right. Let's see what it say. Right, right, right. 
As individual women, all of us have experienced very public relationships. So it's really hard for me to let my guard down, but it's time to kind of take the bricks down. I'm just looking for that zing, that spark, something I can't shake. Damn, 21 men? You're gonna have to pray for us. We're ready. <laughs> this process isn't for guys who get intimidated. You like nipple clamps, sis? I'm open to it. We can write those songs together. Oh, you don't have to. Making you smile is what matters to me. Does he make your spirit jump or your <laughs> jump? I don't know if he's genuine. You're not working hard enough. I told you that to your face. I wanted to be the real thing. It is not going to be easy to become a king to one of our queens. So that door is open. Oh, that door is wide open. Oh, wow. Oh. It's on Peacock, you guys, um, March 16th. And Holly Robinson and and her husband is is co-hosting this shit. Like, no Tina, no shade, y'all. No Tina, no shade. Let me just say this. Y'all need to stay in y'all place, which is behind the scenes. Nobody needs to see Holly Robinson, Pete, and her husband on a messy, a potential messy reality show. That's just my personal opinion. And I don't know if this is something that I would stay tuned into to see. Uh, but I do like Nivea. I do. We have followed her tumultuous relationships and marriages and divorces and stuff. And she's an open book. So I, that's why I like her. She doesn't hide nothing. She tell you the truth. And it is what it is. But Evelyn Lazada, y'all want her on here? Well, anyway, I don't the care about Evelyn. Um, my assumption is that everybody need a coin. Anytime I see people doing a show like this, um, I think they got Holly Robinson Pete and her husband up there as like probably gonna be like men, like marriage coach. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I get it, I definitely get the premise. I, you know, I, you know, and I'll watch it to see, but I already know. Uh, you know, spoiler alert, my people, but that white guy that uh, Tamar ended up with, they done broke up already, FYI, you know. Girl, and, La and Lynette said Tamar goes through men like water. What happened to the man she was sleeping with uh, with her uh, and her son? <laughs> yeah, the man is sleeping with her and her son? She's talking about the ones he filed that restraining order against his ass and then turned around. She's talking oh, she about David. She's talking about David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, Look, her and David wind up breaking up, child. Girl, boy. Oh, Lynette say Holly Robinson, Pete, and, and her husband have had issues, too. Well, it's, have it's, they? It has, yeah, because Holly Robinson has came out and talked about they had some difficulties in their relationship, and they was able to overcome it. Well, yep. I mean, I guess that's the no marriage is perfect. So I guess how you overcome is a... Good testament. So I, I, I respect that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure that's something I would hold to content, like to be able to check it out. So I don't know. You guys, it's coming out March 16th. So we'll let y'all know. We'll, we'll tune in an episode you know, and I let like, you know if it's worth it. You know, I like a reality show. So I'll check it out for y'all benefit and let you know. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get into this next one, you guys. I don't know what's going on with these people. And and and, and first you got 
the one the one chick do coming out talking about she is the love child between R. Kelly and Aaliyah. Now you got <laughs> this guy coming out saying that he's the damn kid of, of LL Cool J. Now, I will not deny that there are some similarities in what they look, but it looked like it's staged. You want to sit up here and wear the New Yorker hat and everything. You got similar feature features. But what he's saying in this clip, and I'm going to roll it in 2.5 seconds, is that he had to sign a confidentiality agreement to say that he will not come out and say anything about him being the son of LL Cool J. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Where's my allegedly button? Because I'm not even finna go through all of this stuff. Let me just put it up here and, and let y'all know, okay? It's allegedly, because I don't know. I ain't got no proof and he ain't show no damn documents, okay? So with that being said, Let's take a listen to what homeboy say. And then I want to know from the audience, do you feel like it's true or not? Here we go. It takes a lot of courage for me to be able to talk about this now at the age that I am. They made me sign paperwork. You know, they didn't want to go public since probably around COVID. They wanted to silence me. Ever since my mother really told me the truth, I feel like it should be public. You know, I need to just get this off my chest. I want to give thanks to you too, man. James Ty Smith, that's what I know him as, father, great man. But many of you probably know him as LL Cool J. Blocked me from all social medias. I tried to take just to see him, you know, him, his beautiful wife, siblings, brothers and sisters. I never knew why I wanted to make music, why I wanted to be an actor, why I wanted to be these things. Turns out my father is LL Cool J. I'm blessed. I'm thankful. He'll send me money every now and then, probably 200 a month. But it ain't about the money. Bless me with the charm, the ladies, charisma. I really didn't want to take it here and have the blogs blow it up or nothing like that. I just, since he blocked my number, I haven't heard much from him. I feel like this is how I'll be able to reach out to him. That's my truths. Let me know, Dad. Stay smooth. Bless. Stay smooth. All right. There you go. You heard it from the alleged son of LL Cool J. Sir, 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 go to hell. The deepest part in gasoline draws. Go to hell. What? Let's see what the um the, the chat is saying. They saying, oh wow. Uh, they uh, Lynette said when it's three sides, he is LL Cool J in the truth. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I really don't know whether I believe this or not, you guys. I'm just saying the fact of the matter that you want to say, oh, he was sending you two hundred dollars a month. LL Cool J was sending you two hundred dollars a month and made you sign a contract agreement, and then he didn't block your number. And you and your mama, no, not you. Your mama was okay with two hundred dollars a month. Your mama was okay knowing that her baby daddy was LL Cool J. She's stupid. Right. Yeah. And how this man looked like he about 30. <laughs> how old is this, sir? <laughs> he said he's older now. So, okay. you know, I'm mm -hmm. I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna say he's probably late 20s, early 30s as well. Mm -hmm. You know what he should have did? He should have got a piece of paper and bought a fancy pen. Wrote all that shit down, folded it up, put it in the envelope, <laughs> and melt that shit. Don't nobody care. 
Exactly. Girl, I don't even know. What, what is up with everybody coming out saying this, that, and the third? What is up with that? Like, everybody coming out saying they got a love child. The only person that I do believe got a love child floating around here is Jay-Z, allegedly. Allegedly. And, and Janet Jackson. Uh, ooh, oh, wait. <laughs> wait, listen, we ain't about secret children. She's a secret child somewhere, okay? <laughs> Lynette said as much money as LL Cool J makes $200 is nothing. It isn't. It's, it's not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Child, I don't know. I don't believe any of that. It's, it's giving me creepy vibes. You just want to be relevant, sir. Have several seats. All right. All right, Law. Let's get into this last thing before we get to Sean's um, reality TV information updates, honey. And our last <laughs> is the movie reviews. We got a we got some detrimental news coming to you live, honey, because they said, according to Love B. Scott's Instagram, honey, they said that Judge Mathis and the People Court is going to be canceled after two decades. Now, how y'all feel about that? I'll be honest. I don't like it. I don't like it. I watch um, Judge Mathis quite often. Um, the other show, The People's Court, I catch that sometimes, too. I don't know why they, they started messing with the schedules of them, you know, and I couldn't find mm -hmm. where they were. So maybe the ratings mm -hmm. went down. I don't know, but, you know. Now, I will I admit. they've been on for 20-some years. And that's been a long time. And and so, like, Judge Mathis, People's Court, and Judge Judy, you know, those were the what three. What are we going to do without what? Judge Mathis calling the people crackheads? <laughs> you watch it on TikTok. They have had their run. They need to retire. We, it's, it's okay for this to be over. They had a, they had a good, hell, good run. Do my people. I was gonna say it's been it's been years. It's probably been a good decade for me. I ain't watched Judge Mathis or the people. Court they, had a good, they had a good run. I thought that they already canceled these motherfucking shows. Okay, yeah. I thought that we were, <laughs> I thought it was reruns. Okay? So I it's guess okay. Enjoy uh, retirement. Well, yeah. Lynette said there's too many court shows on TV now, and they keep adding more. So that's why. Well, you know what. Um, Lynette, you're right. There are quite a bit of them, but um, Judge Mathis and um, the People's Court were the staples, you know? Because some of these other court shows, like I didn't watch Judge Jerry. No, it ain't giving. You know, the other court shows they got on TV ain't giving like that. Yeah. They all suck, though, to be honest with you guys. And how many of the same stories can you hear over and over by day? <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, let me tell well, you something. I still watch them. I like the drama, so I ain't gonna lie about it. Yeah. Well, I guess they moving but on. I get it. it is. Well, all right. Matthews, you done been on twenty some years. You done made enough coin. The people say. Absolutely. All right, let's get into it. Uh, you know we got to do the intro. Here we go.
All right, we is finna get into it. Sean got us the tea, honey, on this whole thing. If you watch Love After Lockup, then this is for you. Go on here, Sean. Yeah, so tonight, on last night anyway, was the season finale of Love After Lockup. So they gave us, you know, a little zhuzh of all the couples. We got a clip up here of my favorite couple, which is Monique and Derek, or by their nicknames, Norbert and Respusha. <laughs> now, this couple has kept the show going and they didn't disappoint. Now, Derek got out the joint, you know, Monique held him down. You never heard of that show, Miss Lynette? Girl, well, Girl, what to say? Besides, you, 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 you don't want to watch this type of ratchetness. I love it, but I get it. But <laughs> the people, um, these two here, decided on this episode. Um, Monique has had some issues with Derek's family. Him and her and his sisters have been arguing and almost came to blows. So this episode, they decided they was gonna go down to the uh, grocery store and buy some uh, hot dogs and, you know, some burgers and go grill them up in the park. Well, they was out there four or five hours. Did his sister show up? Uh-uh. So when they was getting ready to leave, that's the clip you have here. here. And um, the sisters finally showed up, and that's when drama ensues and then him and Monique get to arguing it's just a whole mess you can roll the clip if you want to six run will it play Shut the f up, that dumbass. Shut the f up. Shut the f up. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. No, you need to chill out. I apologize. No, I apologize. You will f***ing wrong with you. You tripping. I'll be one. Is it just me? As far as the audio? It's giving me a little static. I don't know. Every time you talk, six is static. Yep, every time you talk. Still static. Dad, can't nobody understand your ass. Yeah, you might have to go out and come back in if it'll let you six well, but you know, while she's gone, I'll just recap there in case, you know, the static was going on. Uh, Derek was upset because when his sister showed up, Monique, she wanted to stay there and talk to them, I guess, and tussle a little bit, and he said, just pull off. So, when they was pulling out, one of his sisters stood up in front of the car, fell down on the ground, and pretended like she um got hit. So, <laughs> now wow. her and Derek is arguing. It's just 
it's stupid. You know, this this is what I like to watch to um you know, decompress after a long day of work, you know, just some nonsense. Is it this show is definitely good for that. That's much better, six. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, they yeah, are hilarious but... to me. They are hilarious to me. <laughs> right. God, Girl, so funny. And she had come mm-hmm. to find out it was revealed at the end of the show. After this scene, she jumped in her car. They were in, I think, Cleveland or somewhere in Ohio. That's where his family is. And um, she jumped in her car and went back to Chicago. She was just that upset. She said the relationship was over. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, she she got, um, you know, where's that? Where's my iPhone tracker on him? On his so, phone. Child, yeah. She was just. She was just at home talking about she tracks his location at least 50-something times a day. So oh, she FaceTimes him. He's out in a re- um, restaurant with his homeboy, and I guess his homeboy's girlfriend. And she had him do a 360 at a restaurant to see who all was there. Then I guess he showed the table with some bread right next to him. So she's like, "Where? why is that bread right there? Who is? <laughs> Who's sitting right there eating that bread? <laughs> oh my god! It's just, it's just. It, it. I mean, if it, it's really pathetic. But you know, I get a kick out of it. You know, this is too funny. Anyhow. it's too funny. I mean, they got some other couples on there too, but Derek and um, Monique, yeah, are are the highlight for me. She definitely is insecure. Um, and it's sad, but hell, you know, so that was the thing They both some insecure motherfuckers. <laughs> and I think he's staying with her, Michelle, because he's been in jail for years and he got out. And you know how people are when they get out of jail, they need somebody to hold him down. Mm, and she's been holding him bullshit. down. Nah, some bullshit. She been like his fucking mother. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what she, I mean, his mother has passed away, but, you know, she, his mama was on the episode of the first 48. She got killed on her birthday one year. Oh, that's messed up. That's messed up. She was out. um, She had got, I think she had got a new car and gone out to the club with some friends and they was outside the club. This dude walked up. She was driving. This dude walked up to the passenger side, I guess, and got into it with the passenger. They drove off, and he just made the decision to shoot into the car. Damn. Wow. Damn. Lynette said, did they know each other before he was locked up? Or she met him no. while he was in jail? She met him while he was in jail. Okay. She's not even from where he's from. She's just down there for a visit. Mm-hmm. She asked him, uh, you know, could she move down there with him? He told her, not right now. <laughs> he said, like, he just wants your ass him around living with him and shit. He don't want none of that. He's going to be staying in his great-grandmother's house. Girl, so she went in his great-grandmother's house in his room and sitting up there uh, 
trying to figure out where she can hide cameras in there. Oh, girl, she needs to stop. She needs to Lynette, stop. this is everybody on the show. They all meet um, their people while they're in jail. And then this um, follows them as that person gets released and see how they cope with everything. Interesting. Well, definitely keep us updated, Sean. You know, I like uh Busha. Oh, you but you know, <laughs> you know what? Six four, you yeah. have been watching, but starting next Friday, they starting love. This was love after lockup. Okay. Now next week they're gonna start life after lockup. Oh, so God. I cannot oh, keep up. This is why this is why I fell off because it was love during lockup, love after lockup, love life after lockup, love during yes, lockup. Yes. Like I'm so done. Like how many verses you gonna keep giving us? And then you giving us all new people that I have to keep relearning. Like, can you go back to uh what's his name? The black dude that's always dating the white guy, white girls that I like. That Dante go back to Don. What the hell is going on with Dante? Crazy, but like that's what I, I'm gonna go back. Dante to that. is gonna be on there. He actually has started dating Lindsay, but okay, yeah. Lindsay winded up dumping him for her homeboy as usual. You know, he of always course. getting dumped. He always so does. now he has another lady, and that relationship seems to be going strong, but she's not fresh out the joint, you know. Oh, sidebar, Lynette said her husband was a correctional officer, and that's what they do. Lynette, I bet the stories your hubby used to tell you, girl. I would be every night, you got any tea, babe? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> exactly. He probably told her, like, I don't want to talk about that shit. <laughs> girl, be in everybody's business. All right, mm -hmm. moving on. Let's get into this whole messerization between your girl and your other girl okay uh and who are they i'm talking about monique and sherry shepherd then got into it now we didn't get to talk about this when it happened so i'm bringing it to you now before we get to do our movie reviews but honey they said monique slammed sherry shepherd and kim whitley over a backhanded compliment honey and did we talk about this at all did we did we mention this on the last live at all i don't think we did did we I mean, I wasn't here last week, but no, I don't. I don't remember you talking yeah, about that. Right. I think yeah, it I just happened it. like during this week, didn't during it? During this week, okay, perfect. Earlier All right, this week. Uh huh. Well. They said, in case you miss it, Shepard and Whitley spoke about the Oscar winning during an episode of their podcast, Two Funny Mamas. And during the episode, the comedians praised Monique for her performance in the BET film, The Reading, which I told y'all was going to be good. And hey, it's supposed to come on tonight again. But let me just tell y'all something. I don't see shit taping on my DVR right now. Okay? Nothing. Nothing. Now, I told you the last time they were supposed to have it on the 15th, and then they ended up putting it something else where they were going to be showing this on regular BET and not BET Plus. So I don't know if they got this shit all misconstrued on where they supposed to be airing it, but every time I would go to BET, it showed that it was supposed to be coming out. 
So the first time it got omitted, and now today is the 18th, and it was supposed to take, and I don't see no red dot recording. So that let me know some shady business is going on again. So again, I'm going to have to keep you updated on here unless we can get somebody who has actually watched it on BET to be able to fill us in on whether it was good. But from what everybody has been posting, it has been good, and I'm kind of pissed off, but I refuse to get another subscription, okay? Another. I'm not, not near another, not near another. Okay, subscription to go and check out yeah. one movie and then cancel it because y'all know I ain't gonna watch nothing else off of that damn uh app. So, anywho, let's listen to uh if this is gonna tell us, and then I ain't got to read the whole thing. This is a minute and 42. Okay, I could do that. Let's let's take a listen. Because we didn't have time. No, and no, so, no. You got time. You're gonna have time to pick right that now? Wig up. I'll put one in here. No, right I'm now. saying is if it fell off on national TV, you're gonna have time to pick it up. No, because it's live. If my wig falls off on live that TV, that would be horrible. Do you understand? Like, then the show would be called Kim. Kim fills in permanently. Oh, hold on, y'all. This is <laughs> no, an hour and 42 minutes. We probably ain't gonna even get the snapshot. Boo, y'all. Here we go. Check it out. So, this is what they said. Let me tell y'all something. Go watch. Uh, this is why I hate that Monique got blackballed by Hollywood. This is what Sherry Shepard said. Monique won the Oscar for Precious for a reason. People underestimate comics. She's really, really good. She's a great actress. Now, personality-wise, she's always getting in trouble. Always. If it's not with another comic, D.L. Hughley, it's somebody, somebody else, basically. You recall Mo made headlines for calling out fellow comic D.L. Hughley, who allegedly used his pool to replace her as the headliner of the show, where they both were performing. Monique also butted heads with Steve Harvey last year, Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, and director Lee Daniels, who she has since reconciled with. Unfortunately, Monique didn't take too kindly with the ladies praising her while also mentioning she was blackballed in the film and TV industry. She took to Instagram, and this is what she said, honey, about the backhanded compliment. Hello, babies. Well, how she say it? Hello, babies. Oh, baby. My sweet babies. My, My sweet, sweet babies. babies. Okay. Anyway, she tagged both of the girls and said, first, Thank you, mamas, okay, for your compliments regarding my talents and performance in the reading, she wrote. I couldn't help but notice, though, that you two said, because of my personality, I'm always getting in trouble. When then attempted to show a connection between my personality and me being blackballed, along with the fallout I had with brother D.L. Hughley, in addition, you two, within the same breath, mentioned how we as comics are underestimated. My personality is of such where I have to speak up and out against injustices. So we can stop being, we can stop being, as you both said, underrated. And if you notice, I haven't ever started a conversation about you two that involved any negativity in any way in all the years I've known you two. Anytime the team of you two sisters would like to speak with the team of my husband and I, we welcome it. Thank you again for the compliments, though backhanded. And please know, regardless, I still love you both to life. Sisters, love us for real. Okay, they gave us the little tip snippet after I didn't read it. However, I'm not going to even replay it, okay? Um, so did you hear anything as to what they said afterwards? Did they come back and do an apology or no? 
I don't think they did. I think they did what was correct, which was um, just let it blow over. Because I think the apology would have been like, we didn't mean it that way, but if you took it that way, which is not a legit apology, you know? Anytime if they put if in front of the apology, it is not a real yeah. apology. Okay. That's I mean, correct. but I, I I honestly don't think they meant it that way. I think it was read worded probably incorrectly for Monique, but I don't think they meant it that way. So and Lynette says she reconciled with Lee Dan. She just needs to work, I'm just saying. And right, like okay, we done moved on. We done moved on. Yeah, just work and don't feel like you need to address everything you perceive as an attack because i think you know because of things she's been through like if anybody mentions her she views it as an attack and sometimes it's just not you know mm -hmm. i agree with you on that um but again i've always said the one thing about monique is she's a great actress like if you're going to give somebody a compliment on their performance, then do so. Don't bring up nothing negative about it. I mean, just, just leave it alone. I agree. Just, just praise them. You know, Wendy always say when you want to hit them with bad news, you compliment them first and then go into the bad news. But don't sit up there and, and you're giving her praise about her performance and coming back. That's what you should have said. Guess what, you guys? Monique is back, honey. And she gave us a thrilling a thrilling movie where she played just as good as she did in Precious. And then just go with it. If you're going to advertise her movie and stuff like that, quit being negative. Just just, just let all of that go. Yeah. Obviously, they made amends or she wouldn't have been in his damn movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with I that. Just, but also, um, we have to I keep think in mind that... Too much. Yeah, I mean, but we have to keep in mind, we only saw that clip. We didn't watch the whole uh, video. We don't know what context they were speaking in. So, but I get what you're saying, and I certainly agree. Well, anywho, big up to her. I just, anywho, uh, I'm just glad girl. to see she back. Yeah, yeah, I'm just glad she back. She did a good job. Now, I did get a yeah. personal review of the movie you know i i didn't watch it but you know somebody i trust a great deal joy watched it you know she said it was okay it was okay okay perfect yeah uh -huh. i still want to see it though like i wish i wish if they're gonna go ahead and play it on um the regular bt station to do so and quit playing around because i didn't sit yeah. up here and try to tape it twice and y'all doing the most you know all right, you guys. Let's I get into the final hoo ha. Yeah, ahead, exactly. <laughs> Girl, let's get into it. We about to do our movie review. Here we go. We got a movie review trailer for you guys to take a look and see if it's something that you want to check out. It's with Jake in it. And you know, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I ain't gonna even try to fuck his name up. But here it is. The name of the movie is called The Covenant. And here's the trailer. Let's go.
John, you have tallies approaching. You still don't remember a thing. I don't remember any of it. I only remember the interpreter. Why he wants his job? I need the money. What is the point in trying to be a pain in the ass? No, not me. Money isn't the reason he wants this job. It's Alabama killed his son. Stop the vehicle, Sergeant. We don't want to go down this road. You're out of your bounds, Ahmed. You're here to translate. Actually, I'm here to interpret. John, you have tallies approaching. <laughs> Well, I won't back down. For three weeks, his family believed you were dead. We owe that man your life. If it wasn't enough for him to carry me across those mountains, now he's hiding in a hole somewhere. I should be in that hole. You could stand me back Everything all right, John? No, everything's not all right. There is a hook in me. Ahmed and his family are in trouble. We can't intervene. I am gonna have to get him out myself. Listen, you gotta be alone. You gotta adapt. This is what you got. If you can give me the location, if I can get him out of the country. It's too dangerous. You've become very popular with the Taliban. I miss you. Love you, Daddy. You think if I could be free of this debt, I wouldn't be? You think I have a choice? There is no choice. No, I won't. Down. All right, and it's supposed to come out in theaters this April of 2023. What do you guys think about the trailer? Yeah, race action movie. Yeah, I think it's okay. Um, I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna be checking it out. Yeah, I won't be scurrying out to the theaters to see it, but if they put it up on Netflix, I'll watch it now. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. If that's something that you're interested in and you go and see it, if we don't check it out, because uh, you know me, I'll probably wait. This is something that I feel like I'll wait till it comes to streaming. It's not something that I'll be going to um, check out in the theaters and besides the prices of the theaters and stuff is just ridiculous i am though going to uh me and the family are going to check out the ant-man tomorrow so i'll be able to give you the review on that um on our next live i'm not um saying that i'm anticipating this movie either because i looked at the review so <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, you can catch Guy Ritchie's The Covenant out this April in theaters near you. Hoo-cha. And 
with that being said this has come to a closure honey i was going to do some more reviews and stuff like that but i think we've had enough <laughs> we've had as all, enough as all that we got for today honey but we make this be a whole three hour live and stuff you know i think this was good did i forget anything in addition to what we were supposed to talk about because you know every time we do our live it's something that i always negate i forget omit girl if you do you know offhand i don't be remembering as soon as we get off you'll be like oh damn but no i'll see and i don't yeah i can't girl so let me see we talked about chloe bailey neo documentary uh ray j and them tamar i think we did everything yep ll cool j and the movie review okay perfect we did it yay so yes. with that being said honey we finally was able to get cover everything so with that being said my curse i'm gonna thank you all for joining me with the group today now shout out to shantae for coming back on the <laughs> and being on the screen instead of being in the chat boo yes we appreciate that as always chat lives do matter chat lives do matter (laughs) 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 we're not saying it don't matter it do it do it do (laughs) and i want to thank uh shonda gossip as well you know she always help us out and give us those reality stuff because i didn't check out y'all it's a lot of stuff i don't even watch no more they be like you don't even look look at stuff no more girl i'm i'm on the tiktok rabbit hole trying to get the tea i ain't you hear me okay so I will give y'all another movie update next week uh, when we go see this Ant-Man, you guys. And uh, as always, we'll see y'all next week, Saturday, around the same time, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can check us out on TikTok. Well, I post the stuff to TikTok. We don't go live on TikTok, but we go live on YouTube, Facebook. And of course, if you are on Twitch, we go live on Twitch as well. Uh, We have our TikTok and Instagram pages where we post and upload stuff to those as well. So hopefully you'll follow us on all platforms so you won't miss anything. And as always, thank you for participating and we'll see you in the chat. Night, everybody. Night. 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 Yes.